Another elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. You've heard me say it many times on this program. It's community that lead and politicians tend to follow after. And uh, we have some extraordinary things here in the state of Utah that demonstrate just that. And one of those, of course, are our friends up at Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, They're always leading in the community, making a difference. And recently they opened up a food pantry to help patients and their families. The new pantry will make uh, just all kinds of difference for those dealing with food insecurity in our community. And often you don't connect the dots on food insecurity and those who might be patients or needing medical care. And to help us understand that a little bit better and what Primary Children's is doing about it, uh, Katie Welke is the CEO of Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital and Vice President of Intermountain Children's Health, and she joins us on the line. Katie, thanks for jumping on with us today. Thank you, Boyd, for having me. This is such an exciting event. Yeah, so tell us tell us about the Intermountain Primary Children's Primary Pantry. Very good. Well, you know, we, we actually screen patients who are coming in for their outpatient visits for a number of social determinants of health, housing needs. Um, and food needs is one that comes up quite frequently. We know that one in nine children in Utah are actually suffering from food insecurity. And that has pretty you know, impressive um, impacts on overall health outcomes, whether it's you know, increased hospitalizations or inability to take care of medications or control of diabetes. And so we had this wonderful idea to actually open a food pantry right inside primary children's by our outpatient clinics. And so when patients are identified as having a food insecurity, they can go straight downstairs into the food pantry and leave with food for the next several days for them and their families. Uh, That's so powerful. And again, it's not one of those that we often connect the dots on that someone might be struggling with food insecurity where they're there to have a treatment of of one form or another to get some help. Uh, You mentioned that the... uh, there's probably a, a thousand patients uh, cared for at the hospital's different outpatient clinics every month who might be experiencing just that kind of insecurity. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really remarkable number when you look at the the number of children in Utah and then the number of kids that we see every month, and particularly the kids with chronic illnesses. It's so important to have good nutrition needs, and you know those are many of the patients we see in the outpatient clinics. So that they they tend to have a very high rate of food insecurity, and then there's also unique food needs for some of the kids that we treat. And so part of this food pantry's intent is to be able to help meet those needs of kids with special allergies, or they might be lactose intolerant or gluc- you know or um, gluten intolerant. We want to make sure we can meet their needs as well. Oh, that's great. So tell tell me how this all came about, uh, some of the partners that have come together. Uh, to me, this is the Utah model in action in terms of how do you actually see a problem, deal with the problem, and, and make a difference. Yeah, you, know, you are so right. So we, we, were, we were actually talking with one of our wonderful partners, uh, Smith Food and Drug, who have been long-term um, supporters of primary children's more than 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we found out that Kroger and Smith was really focusing on zero hunger and increasing access to fresh, affordable foods. And we and it just sparked a, an idea that was like, this would be fabulous. We want to do this. Um, would you partner with us on it? 
And so from the very, very inception of the idea, Smith has been at our side. And then we've also reached out, and they were a huge, huge in helping connect us with the Utah Food Bank, the Utah Diaper Bank, Dairy West, and the local dairy farmers. All have come together to make this a reality. Uh, absolutely love that. That uh, that is how you make it happen, folks. And <laughs> we love to uh, to see that. And of course, uh, if you want to support the Primary Pantry, you can go to primarypromise.org. And uh, we're always uh, grateful to our our friends up at Primary Children for the extraordinary care. Uh, that they continue to deliver for so many. Uh, it's just such an amazing thing. And uh, before I before I let you go, Katie, uh, give us just some perspective in terms of, I know you just opened uh, in January. Give us some sense of what's happening and uh, what you're looking forward to as this moves forward. So, you know, we started in January with just a pilot. So we started with just one clinic um, and we're already seeing patients come. And we have over 55 specialty clinics that we run every day. And so the intent is to start quickly expanding that to other clinics and hope to see, you know, a, a not a line, but regular patients every single hour coming down to fill their essential cart um, with food for themselves and their family. And that's that's what we're hoping for, to serve patients today and then far into the future. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so important. And again, a classic Utah model. Uh, we didn't have to wait for an act of Congress. We didn't have to levy a tax. <laughs> we didn't have to threaten anybody with anything. Uh, we didn't have to hold an election. You just do good things and amazing things happen. And Katie Wilkie, we, we so appreciate your leadership and modeling uh, what it takes to lead in the community as CEO of Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital and Vice President of Intermountain Children's Health. Uh, this is a great thing. And it's one of just many things that happen at Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, we appreciate your leadership. We appreciate your impact in our community. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. We have an incredibly generous community, and it makes a difference. Oh, fantastic. And again, if you want to be part of that, you can go to primarypromise.org uh, and support that primary pantry for healthy kids uh, and so many other great initiatives up there at Primary Children's Hospital. And uh, I just want to go back. This is this is the Utah model. We, we talk about it, uh, and the amazing thing is we get to watch it. And we see it take place in our community every day. And to me, this is just one more extraordinary example of the fact that it doesn't take a proposal from Congress. It doesn't take the president laying out uh, a big 185-page document. Uh, It's just seeing a need, gathering stakeholders together, gathering influencers together, gathering people who have vision together, gathering people who just want to make a difference in their community together and then you make a difference. It's just how it happens. And sometimes we try to make things so complicated uh, that we often get in the way of solving problems. And we always have to remember that complexity is dangerous. Simplicity is powerful. And so here you have a very specific need in our state. One in uh, nine children are facing some sort of 
uh, food insecurity. You've got patients showing up at Primary Children's every day, uh, many of those in the outpatient services. So, again, a lot of these are children who are uh, chronically ill or who have long-term care needs. And think about that from a, a, as a physician. You're, you're treating a patient, you're helping them, and then you know you're sending them home uh, with not enough food. Uh, so how are they going to get better? How are they going to get healthy? And so, again, uh, Katie Welke and the team up there at Primary Children's Hospital say, okay, that's, that's not acceptable. Uh, and they look at everything, hunger, housing instability, uh, childhood events, uh, trauma, social uh, detriments, all of those kinds of things. And then how do we just fix that? And so you get together with great partners like Smith's Food and Drug, Kroger's, Dairy West, the Utah Food Bank, Utah Diaper Bank. You look at all of those things and you bring them together and you say, okay, gang, here's the challenge. How do we help these kids get healthy? Not just get the treatment they need, but to overcome that food insecurity so they really can get healthy and well. That's the Utah model, folks. That's what it looks like. Uh, We could use a lot of that, not just here in the state of Utah, uh, but across the country. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for some top of the hour news. When we come back, hour number two, we'll kick it off with Representative Blake Moore dialing in from Washington, D.C., talking about hearings on finances back there, and much more in hour number two. Stay with us on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.